we are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and of course, here with my sister, Kix. Hi, Kix. Hello. Hello, hello. Happy Friday, everyone. Hope everyone has had a fantastic week. Uh, I'm still coming off my IG Live, and by coming off, I mean I literally just got off of it <laughs> with uh, Taria of What Else Is Going On podcast. Uh, we're doing these IG Lives on Thursday nights. Times are kind of TBD right now, but please check in. It's supposed to be a summer house happy hour, but we end up just talking about like everything Bravo, and we had the best time uh, tonight oh. chatting. <laughs> yeah, they end up talking a lot about deli orders. We've come to find out. Um, yeah, that's we talk a about theme. Yes, our bagel order. We would love to hear when you give us a five star review what your bagel order is as well. Yeah, and if it's blueberry, we want to know why. Wait, so not everyone who listens watches the live. So what's your bagel order, Kix? So glad you asked. It's incredibly interesting. Uh, my bagel order is a plain bagel extra toasted with plain cream cheese. So Taria said her <laughs> bagel order is plain bagel, not toasted with not toasted. cream cheese. Yeah, which Jared, is more? Wait, no, no, no. Which is more? My question is, which is more basic? Uh, extra toasted. toasted? See, I almost I have, would say see, no. At least I have some sort of like flair in there. I feel like the a not ex- toasted the ex- the extra toasted doesn't feel like not flair. I feel like extra toasting almost just takes out the flavor, if you will. No, I disagree. <laughs> I think it makes it a hundred times better. I also love an egg bagel or like a roasted garlic bagel, um, but that's not like what I get at like a deli. Yeah, I would get that at like a bagel shop. No, we're talking bagel shop here in this house, Mama Boots. Down. Oh, we're not talking like. Savory deli on the corner of 150th. Don't reveal our location. (laughs) (laughs) We don't live on 150th. I live in Atlanta. You don't live on that street. I know, but I don't know. No one needs to be coming after me. Okay, well, if you're in Harlem, Washington Heights, I highly recommend the um, place called Broadway's Finest. Yeah, it's it's the best bodega. Yeah, it's the best bodega. Um, They have a great... Grilled cheese. I don't ever really get bagels at bodegas because I'd rather, if I'm going to buy a bagel, I want it to be like a fluffy bagel. Yeah, if you're going to get a bagel in New York, you got to go to Brooklyn Bagel, which they have a location in uh, Greenwich Village area. Um, My my, um, bagel order, though, is either a salt bagel or an onion bagel um, with uh, tofu, veggie cream cheese, or just veggie cream cheese, depending on my uh, dietary restrictions so, that so day. So what's the point? You mean like the the tofu, the cream cheese is vegan? Like when you yeah, eat like sometimes because some I'm not I'm not um I'm not full vegan, but I've been cutting out a lot of dairy, and I actually do like tofu cream cheese a little bit better than cream cheese. I will say I encourage everyone That's to try. A lie. No, I'm You're not lying, lying to yourself. You're straight nope. up lying to yourself if you think tofu cream cheese tastes better than dairy. It cream tastes. Cheese. Have you had it? No, but it I tastes think it's, kicks, I think kicks. Listen, it. listen, it tastes literally the same and I don't have heartburn after. So like, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Please know that when I thought you said tofu cream cheese, I thought you were saying there was like tofu chunks in the cream cheese. No, the and I was like, that's is a blend- No, the tofu is blended with usually like coconut oil or some sort of oil. It creates a creamy texture. Like it literally, I can't even tell you how identical to cream cheese it tastes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, we're going to talk Bravo, all things Bravo today. We have a hundred 
million different we have Bravo episodes. So that much came to out talk today. about. But before <laughs> we get to that, um, we do once again want to shout out to our amazing listeners for rating, reviewing, showing up to the podcast virtually. Our following continues to grow, which is super exciting. Um, and just as a little shout out, uh, we're gonna read another five star a five star review. Yes. Yes. So you can rate us on Apple Podcasts five stars. We highly suggest it, even if it's something bad. Still rate us five stars. We want to hear your feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so this review, the title is cool, and the it's written by I K O W I F N C P A J Y E B X A J. Do you know them? It's funny <laughs> you say that. I do know them. I think we went to high school together. Yeah. We called her BXAJ for short. <laughs> <laughs> that is Allie and AJ. She's the AJ and Allie and AJ. Did you see that you saw when Allie and AJ released that like re-release of their single, but they just like said bad <laughs> yes. words in it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a moment in history, if you will. A moment. She's got a point. She is the moment. She is the moment. <laughs> now, come on now. Um, okay, so the review reads, my favorite podcast, period. It is so much fun, period. She sounds so, she or he or they sounds so enthused by this. You truly feel like you're in the living room with two best friends, period. Who knew the ultimate escape from reality would be a dumpster dive into reality TV? Well, thank you, I-K-O-W-I-F-N-C-P-A-J-Y-E-B-X-A-J. Thanks, AJ. <laughs> we miss and love you, AJ. Hashtag class of 2009. <laughs> 2012. Go Jags. <laughs> we could um, sing the um, fight Flower song. Mound. We, we vow to honor <laughs> you. <laughs> As our high school, school memories pass, pass on, on by. by. I was always the, love the alto it. part on that. <laughs> the, the alto part on that is literally, it's pass fucked on up. by, we'll love and cherish and you. you. Jaguar speed. Okay, people, this is enough. On. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. We have the iconic Ryan Bailey on the podcast today. Uh, we'll be back in one second to talk all things Bravo with Ryan. Uh, talk to you guys in one second. Okay, and we are back uh, with Ryan Bailey. Uh, I would be shocked if you haven't heard of him. He's the, one of the the more iconic Bravo podcasts out there. Uh, so Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. You can follow him on Instagram at So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey or just follow him if you just want him at Ryan Bailey 25. Uh, he has episodes, wait, he has episodes Monday through Thursdays. Um, I particularly love the episodes you have with your parents. We also have an iconic episode with our parents. Uh, it's the parents best. Parents are the best. Yeah. Yes. And I wrote, I wrote, you're the Howard Stern of Bravo. You know, that, <laughs> wait, 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 but you know, by the way, I, I, I see, I, I grew up listening to Howard Stern and the thing people don't get about Howard Stern is that he, he really is a great, and so, no joke, a great inspiration. It's not about all the, the women crap he did. It was just what, what I loved about him is when he he may he's like a reality show in itself like we paid attention right. to his whole office staff he brought on his mom and dad like what i do is a direct copy of that you know bringing on my mom and dad was because of howard stern and it's just like anything real like if you if i, I want people to get the sense that they know who i am as much as my bravo opinions you know right. Like, and that's, it's about like, I'm having my parents watch uh, summer house tonight and then they're coming mm-hmm. on to give a recap of it. And 
it's going to be insane because I'm just praying that um, Hannah doesn't say anything about putting Luke's penis in her mouth again, like they <laughs> last week. Because I'm just like, I, I can just, can't you imagine just like having your parents watch that and then report back on it? It's just amazing. My, well, right actually, now, wait, no, my brother oh, actually texted um, our parents his notes for the this episode, and it had the word "clit" in it. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> they, I don't think my mom knows that word, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. my mom was like, "I'm gonna just," she said, "I'm just gonna start texting so dad doesn't have to read the word clit." And I said, "And I said, mom, it's an it's anatomy, okay? Let's get it together." Well, they, but my mom and dad are like, they're kind of. Uh, it's gotten to their head a little bit because they, they just celebrated their 50th anniversary in October and all these, all my listeners sent them anniversary cards oh and I present, so it was amazing. I presented them with a, over a hundred cards on their anniversary and they both like cried. But then my dad's like, I, I sometimes won't use them. Like I'll use them sparingly or like every couple weeks. And it'll be like, what happened this week? What's up? You didn't need us. Like, you didn't- <laughs> I, I mean, he really, he, he, he's like, I can't wait to do live shows. And I'm like, dad, I don't even know if we can do live shows. <laughs> You're like, Ted, can I do them first? I need to make yeah. some money. <laughs> he's he's going to break off at some point. He's going to do a solo pod. I can already feel it. Oh my I love God. that. It's great. It's, it really is a blast. I didn't expect this, like starting this podcast, like sitting your parents down and getting hot takes on these shows from them. It really is I didn't expect it to be as enjoyable as it was. Like we had, we sat down, we sat down with them and had them watch uh, Salt Lake City, and they ended up watching the whole the whole franchise because they were like, "I'm excited to start." They were like excited Whoa, to start with a franchise they from the, the beginning. Whole franchise, whole yes. thing. We we asked them to just watch like the episode that week, and we'll talk about it. But they they ended up watching after we recorded, and they like watched the reunion last night and everything. Well, famously, our dad was like. By the way, we're brother sister. Yeah, that yeah, no, yeah, okay. no, it's, yeah. One time, I, I, I we, know we've had we've had a couple people on, and they were. It wasn't until the end they were like, "You're related," and I'm literally like, "Our faces, our faces are the same." Yeah. You got you guys can't see this, but they're putting their face up to the camera, and you look the same. Yeah. No, but um, so they did watch it, and our dad was like, "I'm just trying." He how he justified it to our mom was like, "I'm just trying to support our kids," and I'm like, "Yeah." First of all, I appreciate that, and if I got an dime of what you're doing for watching bravo then great but like <laughs> they were it's, just like well we want to know what you're talking about i'm like well, okay it's, <laughs> yeah it's like I, I wasn't super close with my dad growing up but now it's like really cute like we kind of i've talked more with him like about actually deep things because of the podcast like with a with a mic in somebody's face they're yeah. more willing to kind of like it, it's not that it's weird. It's like we actually communicated more because of the podcast. And now my dad will send me articles. Like he saw Lisa Vanderpump's name in some news article and he, he sent it to me and I, I already knew about it, but it was so cute that even he was like, is this something of interest to you? You know, <laughs> I love that. Hear that Bravo bringing families together. <laughs> that's, I'm that's sure that was their all intention. it does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to, I was like, should I make them watch Real Housewives of Atlanta this week to see Bolo? And then I was like, I don't know if my dad could handle Bolo, you know? I don't know that I could handle Bolo. I don't know. If- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad it's over because I've had recurring nightmares about, uh, even before the episode about him licking, uh, like the tongue licking his face shield. Yeah, you know that one that, image, yeah. and because they released that image like months ago, so I'm like, right. what the? Yeah, it's it's burned into my memory. So to to put a to put a body with that face is it's finally it's good, it's good. Also, 
to put a dick with the face. Yeah, yeah. sure, we've seen that too. <laughs> Have you guys been sent all the, the Bolo uh, performance I've seen videos? It. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, I've I haven't seen, seen the performance videos. Um, Raven of uh, Bitches Better podcast, she sent me, she, she was one night sending me his literal dick pics. Well, did was, you see the one with the, the pumpkin or something like that? Uh, okay, yes. Uh, Famously, yes, I, Instagram is trying to figure out what fruit it is. If it's a, it's a, a melon, melon, it's a of melon of some sort. Wait, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, a spaghetti squash, who knows? That really is <laughs> besides. That feels gross. That's, that's besides the point. Yeah, that's gross. Besides the point, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's literally like him horizontally, you guys, just nailing a fruit. And it's like. I mean, I don't know what's considered performance art anymore, but it's it's definitely interesting. <laughs> it is I something. Mean, yeah, it was something. Wait, before we get into all of our Bravo <laughs> stuff, we like to ask all our guests a fun little question about their journey with uh, reality television, uh, and that is what uh, reality TV made you a dumpster diva? Um, you know, I was all the way back when I was a kid, it was real world. That was the first thing that I really, in fact, I just... On CBS All Access, they have seasons of the real world. And I just last night turned on season two when they went to L.A. And it brought back so many memories of when I was a kid. But I found it fascinating from the jump. And then I, I remember I did Survivor. I got The Bachelor. And then I was with Bravo from the start. But I just, you know, so any, I mean, I, I think any reality shows work in any format usually. There's not usually one that I just hate completely i'll give everything a shot but bravo is kind of been from the beginning you know i started that just kind of really meant something special to me but i just didn't even know the community out there existed of like-minded people like you know you could have you know I, I didn't know there was like facebook groups instagram groups podcasts like a couple of years ago when i found that out i was like are you no shit that's amazing <laughs> like are you kidding me everybody's crazy like i am <laughs> right. No, I, I remember, um, I never listened to podcasts and my, my mom was, my mom and I think you kicks were like, you were like, you have to listen to serial. That's like the mm -hmm. podcast. Everyone yeah, listens yeah, yeah. to, I listen to, to that, understand yeah. podcasts. Yeah. So I listened to serial and I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get the appeal. Like it's like an audio book. I get it. And then I was like, wait, like, are there podcasts about things I actually care about? And I like, <laughs> I like looked up like Bravo and I'm like, at that time it was like, it was like Bitch Sesh and Heather McDonald were like the only yeah. two like out there. Um, but it's so fun to see how the podcast world has blown up. And I, you know, something, we just started this podcast in October. So we're like baby podcast still. We're, I think we've hit our six month mark, but it's been so exciting to see and meet so many awesome like-minded people in this yeah. world. You know, like yeah. everyone is genuinely just like nice and like genuinely mm -hmm. like on the same page of life in the world you know and takes these things with a grain of salt and has fun with it and it's it's been a really fun escape this year yeah i mean i think they, i mean especially with you know covid and the year we just went through you know i spent most of my time in my room and you know being able to talk into the void but also knowing that you were talking to people like i i you know, I know exact. I, I I like to think I know exactly who I'm talking to on my podcast. Like I can see the people I'm talking to, and it really, you know, for somebody that you know, I I you know, I battle depression. I get lonely. It was really something a, a great comfort over uh, COVID to be able to communicate this way about these shows that we extrapolate great meaning from. You know, they aren't just silly reality shows to us. They they provide us with great humor, but also I've I've seen. The, all these people have the the best insight. I, I'm blown away by the community of people. Like they'll take yeah. things that I'm like, I didn't even see that. That's amazing. You know, everybody has their own take on it. 
And that's why I want to normalize, like you can hate people on Housewives show. You can love people. It's all good. Like every, there's not one right answer. Like, yes. The only thing we should all agree on is that Jax Taylor is an asshole. Other than that, <laughs> everybody can have their own opinions, you know? I, mean, I love I that he's on so. your pod logo. Like he's just there like I, as like an example of like so bad. It's not good. Well, he, he, cause he's a fixation, you know, and my dad makes a point. It says like that show needs Jax cause you need a bad guy. But to me, Jax was also a representation of like so many things in life that I'm like, how is this guy failing upwards? He's a liar. We've seen it time. And you know, he keeps saying he's, he's redeeming himself. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning, I'm growing and we never see any growth from him. And I was like, this is, this is just incredible. Like I, I sometimes rail against, <laughs> I, it's like unfair, you know? Right. Yeah. I saw like a headline. I did not read the article cause I do not care one lick about Jax, but I saw it. Then it was like, He's claiming that he got a bad edit. Yes. That's why he <laughs> I, I talked about that this week because he said, he said, you know, they, they were trying to jam storylines down. You know, they, one year they made, made me maybe gay. The next year they said I was a cheater, you know, and uh, as a, he goes, I'm a father now. And as a father, I just, I'm just beyond that. And I'm like, you're not a father till the baby comes out. You yeah, shit. <laughs> also, also they didn't, it's not like they made up the fact that you like fucked a girl next to an old woman no, in their sleep. Like that's not something that we just like have best friend. Like it's all there. <laughs> By the way, imagine all the people that they didn't catch him doing that to, you know, like these right. are the people right. that we know about. Um, and the thing is he's, he's just, uh, we were, I was, I bet somebody this week, like when is the first picture we're going to get with uh, a shirtless Jax with the baby on him? Yes. You know, he's going to literally take the the baby from Brittany and get yes, the first right. photo with the baby, you know? A thousand percent. That's what I was exactly going to say. It was like the second that baby comes out. That's his baby. taking off his shirt and he's going to skin, <laughs> skin to on skin, skin and post it on IG. Yes, <laughs> I don't be like, want that. And he's like, this is going to get 30,000 likes at least. It has to. What like, a douche. <laughs> there, are, there aren't enough writer's rooms in California to create a storyline of a guy having sex with a woman next to a sleeping old woman. Like, there's not enough. <laughs> See, like, there, there are not enough writers in the United States of America in the world to write that into a television show because it's just never yes, happened before. That's why reality shows are amazing because, you know, you have moments like that or even last week on Summer House when Lindsay was like, how many sandwiches have you made for me? And it's like, you can't, that moment we've all been in that sandwich moment. Maybe it's not mm -hmm. been sandwiches for us, but it's been something else. But the fact that she chose sandwiches to make her stand in her relationship, to me, that is <laughs> iconic. And that is just good writing. And you couldn't write that. It's just reality. Completely. And we've all, I, I, I loved it so much. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so good. Um, wait, before we jump into recaps, we have to, we would be remiss not to acknowledge the exciting announcement of this all-stars housewives yes. show that's happening. So I just wanted to ask everyone here what their all-stars cast would be. So I, I, let's say like five, five-ish or so. Okay. So mine I put together, I'll start. So I, I said that I thought that Luann, Portia, Karen, Sonia, and then I had Margaret down because I think she would be fun. Um, and then, may but maybe uh, Taria. I was just on an IG live with Taria from What Else Is Going On Pod, and she was saying uh, Dorit would be fun. So I would maybe put Dorit in that mix too. What are y'all's thoughts? Mm. There's so many to choose from. I would say I would like to see Leah and Heather. And Heather, 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 Heather Holla Thompson, or Heather, Heather Dubrow. Gay. 
Oh, Heather, oh, Heather Gay from gay. Salt Lake. Yes. Oh, yes, good. Gay. Leah, Heather Gay, Portia. Uh, Luann and Sonia. See, maybe, after- and then I was going to say maybe Ashley just because she goes ham. I don't like her. Ashley Darby? But you like she's provoked. So you need like a, a provoker in there. Like you mm, almost need true. like a Kenya or a. Yeah, because Kenya's rumored to be in it, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what we well, heard. Yeah, Kenya's. There's no Potomac ladies because they'll be filming at the time, supposedly. But Karen would be amazing, the Grand Dom. But you, you so know, there's. Good. There's char- there's archetypes that like, you know, Karen is kind of like, who else? Like Karen is a kind of a Dorit a little bit, you know, she's very mm-hmm. fabulous. And, and, but also like Ramona, Ramona can provoke, but she's, that's just who she is. She's not trying to provoke, but somebody like Lisa Rinna, who I don't personally like, but she's in there driving storyline. She would be there. I mean, you, you need somebody like that or Kenya, somebody that's going to see yeah. the thing to complain about and push that. Um, I mean, you know, the only, I, I wouldn't be, I would be okay with anybody except for like, if they brought like Teddy back, you know, like, <laughs> Hey, this is Teddy. Hey guys. No, that would be awful. That would be I, I might yeah. need to like, think about my Bravo subscription after that. If that, they- that was their decision. <laughs> Are they going to have them do like, like, I was talking this week, like about doing like a survivor. Like, are they going to do like challenges? Are they going to have to like fight each other and stuff? No, I think that it's literally just going to be like, go drink and have a week. I'm sure they're going to be there for a week and they're going to, it's going to be like a five episode thing. I want the, I want the hunger games. I want them to like have to to hunt each other and like, yeah, there should be like a, (laughs) a winner. Well, my original idea was like, you should have all the past ones that would love to get back on their show. And whoever is the winner gets to go back on their franchise. Like Jill, like Jill Zarin would kill for that. Yes, she would. Oh, she'd be like actually person. kill, actually kill for it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Unfortunately, somebody would die in this show. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. The, yeah. I'm excited. It's gonna be great. Um, well, wait, wait. But like, are, well, see, this is what like somebody somebody was pointing out. Andy said, "Well, when we do these all star things, that'll mean it's like death of the housewives when we've got to that point." And I disagree. That was years ago. He said that, but I disagree entirely. I think Bravo is finally doing with this and like Winter House. They're finally getting in the game and realizing they have so many fans that want to see different iterations of this like tlc does that with the 90 day universe and they're killing it with that like you know Mm -hmm. if one of their characters farts in a can it's like a show for six episodes like (laughs) this is something that can really really like work like and i think um, it's very exciting yes yeah i i I definitely agree with you i think that um 90 day somehow has become the like leader in like producing content because like like you said like they can take anything and they can stretch it and i mean their ratings are double some of Bravo's double like, it, no they are insane. they're complete double and it's like not even near the amount of actually good content and they'll stretch it out for two hours they're using like skype cameras now at some point like they're not right. even Nest putting cams. money into it and, I, cams and iphones I, yeah yeah i watch it and i, well, I do too about- I have Paramount Plus and I watch like the interviews and things like that. <laughs> well, I don't watch the 90. 90- See, I haven't de- delved into like the the new ch- new app with like the three. I have. Data. I have. Now, at some point, I've got to <laughs> pretend to have a life, you know? What's the fun in that, Ryan? No, there's obviously no fun. I mean, I don't even know what a real life would look like at this point. Um, okay, well, we're going to chat these shows this week after just a short little break. So we'll be back in one second with uh, Ryan Bailey. <laughs> 
Okay, and we are back with Ryan Bailey. Hi. 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 Uh, hi. <laughs> hi. I'm up. I'm up. We were talking I, I fell about... asleep like Mary Cosby during the uh, oh, reunion. Oh, my God. Yes. What did an you... iconic moment. Did you eat any snow in that break? Oh, my God. I, mean, I, I said yesterday on my podcast, I said, Mary really seems like the kind of girl that might eat paste. Like she was like the girl that ate glue as a little girl, like, and they just never stopped. Like she's just like the snow comes down. She's like grabbing for it with her mouth. It's like, why would it be real, Mary? No, but she, she, but she doesn't like solid food though. That's why it was shocking that she went for the snow because at her home, she eats literally soup and smoothies. Yeah. I love when uh, <laughs> Robert Sr. always is making smoothies in the kitchen, it seems. Oh yeah. So let's. Why don't we start with Salt Lake City? If, yeah, we gotta well, end. We gotta end with Atlanta because that is really where the money's at this week. But <laughs> we'll start. We'll start with Salt Lake City. Um, I thought it was like kind of a sleeper into the reunions. To be honest with you, I, I never. I thought Reunion Two was really, really stronger than most middle reunions, which then made me think: Did we really need three? Maybe we should have done one and then. Like Southern Charm did like an hour and 15 minute long second reunion. Like, I think that would have maybe sufficed for um, SLC. I, I, I don't know. I feel like we were just talking in circles about kind of the same things. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that like it could have been two and we could have cut out some of the stuff. I get, yeah, it was like, I guess we got like hot moments of Lisa and Heather screaming and like Jen finally snapping, but. I don't know. I thought it was like, uh, yeah, I think it could have been two episodes. Well, I, I personally loved the three episodes, even though I do realize uh, and agree that the third episode was a lot of like, it kind of let the air out a little bit from the second, which I found fascinating. But you had all the men, which I thought was like, we needed to see that. That was great. And I'm just still so uh, really in love with all of these ladies where I wanted more time with them, even if it was... Even if it was like so-so, because, you know, you kind of get um, desensitized by the third episode of any Housewives reunion. But this, I thought, you know, there were really good moments. I'm still trying to understand uh, the Jen Shaw thing with the aggressive conversation towards the end. Really, um, I'm still really trying to think about that because she comes off completely aggressive. Yet I understand her point about, you know, um, you know, when when you're a woman of color or, you know, like that coming off aggressive, that's one of the worst things that you can say about somebody but at the same time all we've seen from jen this season is being very aggressive very hardcore rude and uh i don't know but it was it was it was it was fun to watch coach shaw watch jen you know yeah, i agree I, i'm glad you brought that up because i think it was interesting that she i understand why she's so affected by that and i would challenge the women who call her aggressive to also Say those things about Lisa, about her attitude. Oh, at the yes. Reunion. You know, it's yes. like no one was talking about Lisa that way. And she was literally standing up and going to people and pointing and screaming like in part one of the uh, reunion. But no one said aggressive. Yeah, that's I, a good point. Kids. That's great. But I hate I also hated how Lisa like she ran and ran the show. It's like even in the third episode, she came back. She's like, let's go. Let's go. Like she was like barking orders, like kind of like roll the tape, do this, do that. Yeah. And. I know that's her personality, but um, I know she loves herself, which is amazing. But that is something where the power dynamics in Salt Lake is fascinating because she thought she was going to be number one. And I do not mm -hmm. think she thought Heather and Whitney would come on as strong as they did with the fans. And so I think she's a little thrown, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, what I, I, yeah I think that's why she brought the heat. Yeah. <laughs> no, something. 
Something I'm loving about the show in general is we're getting this trope that we haven't had in a while because we haven't had a new show in a while that was so successful. I love the trope of these women coming from no Insta followings, no presence in the world to then becoming followed by Rihanna because it creates like it creates a character in them that they, that we, that becomes so watchable. So like there is going to be, I love Heather, but there's something's going to happen next season because you can already see, yeah, like the gears turning. We saw it in the third episode between, like, you know, because there was one moment, it was a rare misstep by Heather this season when we were talking about Meredith's marriage and, uh, you know, uh, Lisa started crying about it. And Heather goes, see, you know, oh, for this, it's okay. But for my divorce, my, you know, my divorce means something and you're crying because of Meredith, but you, you say that, uh, you know, it's fine. It's fine with me. And I was just like, Heather, this moment is not your moment. You know, like this isn't, this is a moment between Lisa and Meredith and she, went in there and she went in really aggressively and usually i've really loved everything that heather heather has said but i just worry as she find as anybody finds their voice it's a really bumpy road when people find their voice yeah i agree and it's well it's also a bumpy road to find your voice on camera <laughs> yeah i mean but but, <laughs> yes. but also heather said like i i um heather said like she did not expect anybody to like her so when people started liking her around that episode where she said something making fun of her cankles like imagine like going into this thinking you were going to be made fun of mercilessly and then everybody kind of pumping you up that has to mess with your head a little bit Mm -hmm. definitely yeah i mean she she's growing up before our very eyes i I really mean (laughs) that though because like she went from this she went from think about her life so she went from byu and marriage maybe during BYU. I don't know if they got married right out of college or like we're dating there. And then she was trapped in this marriage that she only got out of four years ago before they started mm-hmm. filming. It's, it's more recent, I think, than we're used to on these shows. Like it wasn't that long ago that they were married and they had these blowouts. So it hasn't been that long that she's like coming into herself. Like we're seeing, we're essentially seeing it, you know, we're well, seeing yeah. her explore with alcohol, with sex, with like all this stuff. It's, it, it's new, you know, but they I were wish- also something that was really interesting about this episode was how emotional she got with like the Mormon conversation about her waiting for that letter. And that's something that is so unique about Salt Lake is that some of these women are still in the Mormon church, like Lisa. And then there's people like, Jen, who left the Mormon church, but then there's people like Whitney and Heather that were asked to leave the Mormon church. So, and that affects her a lot. And I, it's, it was a moment and then I was like, holy shit, like she actually like cares about this. Well, it shows that she she puts on a front. She really believes in it, you know, like when you really believe in something, you know, I, I, I've been divorced and when you really, I mean, that's separate from a religion, but it's the same thing. When you when you go up in front of your friends and you say something and say, I'm going to be with this person forever, and then it doesn't happen, that will rock you. Like, that will rock you. It shakes your foundations because you're like, well, I completely believed this and it didn't happen. I was following my instincts. What is going on? Why is, you know, like, it just really does mess with you. And that was another reason why I loved Heather was she was so open about it messing with her about you know, and we saw Billy, Billy, like uh, also Billy looks like he's been possessed by a ghost or something. He looks just, I, I say he looks like beetle. He has Beetlejuice yeah. head. Well, yeah, it's like he, he's <laughs> lost like four. He looks like he's lost 40 pounds. Yeah, he looks like he's like, bunch of weight. you know, Heather looks vivacious and she he just looks dead. And uh, she's still, <laughs> she still saying we weren't, we weren't right together, but I would, 
I, I didn't, I wouldn't, I would have never gotten a divorce. That was mm -hmm. some, that was a commitment I made and I am still ashamed of it. And that's like wild. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. The, I, I, I'm hope something that I, I want a little bit more of next season um, is just a little bit more look into religion with them. Cause I found that really fascinating and I feel yeah. like we kind of got away from that in the end of it. So I would love for them to bring on like a friend of that was like super entrenched in the Mormon faith like because a, yeah, Lisa, like Lisa, Lisa Barlow Lisa. is, yeah, but Lisa Barlow, her being like, but she's a my husband's divorce. I'm divorced. Like she was like, and no one got letters. And it's like, a, it's not a competition. And B, like, you, right. I think you really do run in a different Mormon circle than the rest of Salt Lake City. I, I think potentially any everything in Lisa's life is a competition, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just think that she is very like I am number one. Uh, I love myself and I am the best and I will not let myself fail or my family fail. And I think that, I mean, like she's Mormon, but it's like the most, all the Mormons I knew, they didn't drink. They didn't like, you know, and she has a tequila company. She's like, no, it's fine. This is how I choose to, like she absolves herself of a lot of sin that the church would consider not mm -hmm. good, you know? Yeah, well, she, yeah, she lives in her own world, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, we got to talk Mary for a second. So Mary, um, fell asleep a and and ate snow b and um also we got this a bizarre interaction with robert senior like i i think that that was the most that they had talked like in a in a while like it just doesn't appear like they have any any form of communication i talked about this last week or maybe the week before about how emotional she gets about how he buys her nice things and her true love life is her her designer clothes. I don't think that she has a relationship outside of that bedroom. And I thought that that interaction with Robert there was so bizarre. He doesn't seem like that. He seems like a nice guy, but like the, the way that they, they, they don't communicate. I don't know. What are y'all's thoughts on Mary? I think that he was just not okay with her going on the show or it, like he had no idea what she was getting herself into. Same with her. I don't think she had any fucking idea what she was getting herself into. And you see that when she literally turns around and is talking to him, like, <laughs> I'm sure she's like making eyes at him, like, shut up, shut up, shut up. You hear their subtitles. Yeah, they every like, every time they turned around, he's like, no, no, don't say that. You're happy now, aren't you? You're happy. Like they were having these little conversations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like I can tell that she. I don't think she wanted him to be at their that reunion. I was kind of honestly surprised he was there. Me too, actually. I was surprised he was there. But actually, they really, especially after the second episode, they've taken a lot of, uh, they've gone to extremes to make sure Mary's story has been told now after that second episode. So you know she's coming back because yeah. they would not have spent the time they did on her that second episode answering all of our questions that mm -hmm. we kind of had out there. And there's still a lot more to be answered, but I think they're definitely having her back in the second season because of like, you know, Robert Sr. was there. And I think Mary wants to come back. And that's also, and I think Jen Shaw knows Mary's coming back. And that's why we saw Jen going, Mary, I'm sorry. And, you know, like Jen extended that olive branch first because she, Jen wants to stay on the show. And I think if anybody, Jen would be more on the chopping block than any of those other ladies. Yeah, I agree. Well, see, it's funny you bring that up because I think that um, Meredith would leave on her own just after this reunion. I'm like, you should, yes. Okay, these women fucked you up and fucked you over with this divorce conversation and stepping out conversation. But that's like what you signed up for. You signed up for like rumors and shit to be talked about you. And so it was kind of disappointing how 
little she was involved in the reunion and how she, I get that she didn't want to talk about her marriage, but you're literally on TV to do that. I think she Meredith like, gets a free pass a lot. I mean, I think she gets, you know, if you disengage once, it's cute. Twice, that's, you know, okay, that's your thing. But at a certain point, you can't diseng- you can't keep disengaging, no matter if it's your catchphrase or not, because engagement is what Housewives is, is engagement. Right. But I will say, she, you know, at the, at the end, when she finally said that final thing about, you know, I was open to all of you ladies, and I didn't get that in return. I thought she handled that really well, and I kind of gave her a passive okay, well, if all these other ladies are like whirling dervishes, you can be kind of calm. And if you say these, like, if you pop in with something very clear and concise and it makes sense, that there is a chance that it her character works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I agree. a good point. We need, we need, they can't all be firecrackers. You know, we need all of them for different reasons. So I think that, I think that her place is still like valuable there in the next season or two. Well, allegedly they are filming and all the girls yeah. are back. Yeah. What's, uh, what's going on with that Seth and Mary? Seth is a wackadoo. I, I think he's like in Canton, Ohio. I'm here in the the the, the city of opportunity, Canton. Like I, he just, I, I, he, I don't, that relationship. He sounded exactly like him. Yes. That's, well, because when, remember when he picked, she picked him up from the airport earlier in the season and he's like, I want you to come to Canton. And she's like, oh, I want to stay here. Canton, Ohio is where it's at. That's where it is. Canton. Like he said it three or four times and I've been <laughs> obsessed ever since, but the family seems like they're, they got like some kind of like family plan on Xanax or something. They just seem so zoned out. <laughs> I agree. I, and can they add me to that family? Yeah, oh, I'm, interested. By the way, I'm fully into Xanax. Yeah. Like, let's, but like, it's like to know Brooks, lo- to know Brooks Marks is to love Brooks Marks, you know? And, and I'm like, and we're all like America knows Brooks Marks. And- yeah. I'm saying, well, I know Brooks Marks and I don't love, I was going to say to which I, I was going to say, you must not know a lot of people. Well, that, well, that's what I was like. Have you? Are you watching the same? Well, that's what I always want to know. Like, are you watching the same show we're watching? Can you at least admit that? Okay, yeah, from the show, I could see why you guys might dislike somebody. You know, like you always right. want that. Like, do you guys do you have the same eyes that we do? Are you seen? Like, I want to know if Mary's watched the show and what she thinks about it. You know. So I come from a place of like I'm always laughing at myself, and if I do something ridiculous, like I think it's easier to laugh about it than take it seriously so i'm i wish that like meredith and mary would at least like giggle about their situation like i wish meredith would be like yeah brooks is ridiculous yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i i I don't know. And also I was kind of shocked that we didn't get uh brooks at the reunion because they made it such a big part of the show Mm -hmm. he he has probably like you know how like they do the screen time things with like oscars where it's like like judy dench had 15 minutes yeah, of screen yeah, yeah. time and won an oscar for shakespeare in love i'm like i want to compare the the screen time of mary and brooks and i bet you it's similar like yeah. like in more. the whole season i would say brooks has more than that he should be getting paid as a friend of like that's how often i think he there. might have made money because they do if, if you have a confessional oh. my understanding is you're, you're making something well it's like when they sent uh Jim Halpert from the office to a different branch in the third season. Like all of Mary's scenes were like in her house with Charlinda, her housekeeper <laughs> yeah. slash aunt, you know, like they, they, she didn't even have any interaction with the ladies except for like two instances. So like all, on of FaceTime, lines, yeah. Yeah, all of her storylines was in a different location. So I think what we saw also in this reunion of, of Mary making amends with Jen and stuff just kind of secures. And also Jen does need somebody in her corner. She's going to be the one 
she's got to really watch it, you know? Yeah. Well, she has no, I Lisa. <laughs> I, I Man, I don't, uh, Lisa's why, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to still make sense of all of it. Yeah. Well, we should move on, but that Salt Lake City, A+, plus. it was a great first yes. season. I, I, I don't really? get why people are being like, it, it fizzled. It's like, it's our first season. They pe- wait, wait, wait. But people, because people are miserable. They want to be dicks. That's why. Right. Like, it, it was <laughs> yeah. a great season. And like, it's, I w- if, if you don't like that, I would look inward. You know, like you need to look I completely yourself. agree. <laughs> um, let's talk Jersey for a second. It was kind of a sleeper episode and then we'll get to Atlanta. Um, Premier Jersey, A+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, this episode, C+. Plus. I felt like we it was kind of the aftermath of what happened. We learned that Jackie could cut hair, and that's about it. <laughs> and by cut hair, I mean take a razor Use to the head. Razor. I'm like... Yeah. But what a way to, like, let all the tension out of the bag. Like, I really think they didn't... They could have stuck the landing. If Jack Jackie should not have bailed on that trip, no. they should have forced the issue. And so it was a it was a immediate disappointment when Jackie in that first scene says, "Well, I'm not going to go on that trip." Then, you know, that's that's to me that's another disengagement. You can't disengage like that. And I'm sure it all works out. And it's but like no, we had this fascinating setup. Please don't drag this on for seven or eight episodes. Let's. I want to. I want to. I want more of this. You know, like let's get. I don't in know. There. I was kind of here for her not going just because Teresa is just making an ass of herself. Like with her not there, she's just constantly talking about Jackie. And I'm like, so you are making yourself look worse for this. And then I, another thing I find it interesting about like Gia, G, she's, you, sh- you see the scene with Gia on the phone. Well, yeah. Teresa on the phone with Gia being like, Gia's kind of like, yeah, you're in the wrong too. And now Gia's on Twitter like yesterday being like, yeah, this is fucked up. Oh, really? She was on Twitter? Wait, who was she saying it's fucked up about? Well, she was essentially like defending her mom and being like, yeah, my mom is 100% right. Jackie is in the wrong on this. And well, I wish I had the tweet in front of me, but she went on a Twitter like rampage about the whole situation. And Bravo Historian posted about it and was like, yeah, but we have you on tape saying that your mom was wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Cause Gia on camera was being like, you fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I keep saying this well, has ruined Gia's experience in college. Cause now she'll never be able to do Coke in college because if she does, <laughs> it's going to be like, Oh, Jackie was right. You know, when, right. She's That's the opportunity like, to try. She's ruined. She's, like, she's ruined Gia's college experience. Yeah. Right. Big picture. Here. Yeah, that's why that's why Gia's mad. She's like, God damn it, Jackie, I can't do Or cocaine. or could you imagine going to college and then like the coke gets brought out and you're like, Oh my god, I'm doing coach coke with Gia. This is amazing. Like you, I, that's like, like another that's like if you saw Aviva throw her leg. It would be like it would be legendary, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, that's true. <laughs> that would um, be incredible. Well, uh, you know what? I, I will say, though, it, I think it actually did get under Teresa's skin that Jackie didn't show up. Like, because I think Teresa had literally been practicing in the shower, like, all of the things. She was like, and when, uh, Jackie, when I think about you, is it your... Like, she could have was practicing her lines. Yeah, and then yeah. to get there, and Jackie's not there, she's like, wait, what? what? I thought that... This oh, is the show. Well, yeah, Teresa kept saying like, "Oh, she was go- I oh g- sh- glad she didn't come because she was gonna get she was gonna get it from me." And I'm like, "You can barely string sentences together. There was no way you were gonna out argue Jackie. Jackie like 
Jackie did a ch- like I'm not even in love with Jackie as a character, but what she did in that first episode was a chess move. She did it. She she shut her down exactly with like I'm going to shut your mouth right now. This is what it's like, and she did it. She it was such an effective move, even if she was in the wrong for bringing up a kid. Um, but the fact like she, Teresa would not have uh, Teresa would have had to hit her. <laughs> No, really. I'm, that Teresa would have like just ran into her like a a, a ram yeah. or something. She I'm shocked we haven't gone said there. She said in the episode that she was like, "I just want to throw my glass right now." I, to which I would say, "Do it, please." Well, I mean, that's I mean that is what she's. No, I mean, we got we had the table from Teresa and the like. She's the one that really started all of this, but she kind of has that uh, blackout rage. You know, right. where you can get her to that incredible Hulk point where she just hulks out and then all bets are off, but she will never win a debate with anybody. Oh my God, no. I, yeah, no. I, something that is, was shocking to me, which is well, not even something that's happening this week, but happening next week, I really cannot believe that she's like, stirring she went to stir with jackie which is fun that's fun for the show but then i can't believe she's stirring this shit with um with her brother and her sister-in-law about uh melissa getting a phone number and it's like what are you doing this is now what what's happening like i think she's that she she's, she's excited like- that the the spotlight's off of her own drama and she's just trying to propel it at other people's and like creating things that don't exist i i i was really shocked by that preview what do you guys think about that I wonder if production ever tells people to like, yo, slow down. You're giving us too much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we already had that with Teresa and Jackie and now Teresa is going to do this to, to Melissa and bust her out with Joe, supposedly, you know, at a certain point, it's like, are you trying to create drama or are you trying to create storylines or are you actually, this is actually what you would do in real life. But it is like, if, if she does this in the third episode and that's only three episodes in, then I would m- imagine we're going to have a big fall from grace with Teresa, where by the end of the season, everybody's against her. Yeah, I agree. It look, yeah. doesn't look good. It looks actively <laughs> bad for her. But also I get Although scared because Melissa... Joe and Melissa are always like self-edit and do their own storyline. So I sometimes get scared of like, is this... Uh, a pre-planned storyline where it's like, Teresa, tell Joe I'm doing this and Joe's in on it. I get, see, this is the thing. You watch too many of these shows. I start believing like conspiracy. I, well, I start yeah. believing conspiracy Absolutely. theories, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. And no, I agree. Um, yeah. I mean, there wasn't much else going on besides Mar- Marge's Margaret's nip. Titties. But... <laughs> oh, did you see that one part where they had to like, uh, you, you could bear, but they were having yes, to. Yes, they're uh, blurring it out. Blur, blur her nipple out at the t- dinner oh table. I love it. Was it was like titty scent, like um, Cynthia's boobies. Or or like oh, Porsche. Or Porsche's this past week too. It's like, I would love to be the oh person that is in charge of blurring the nipples. Speaking of Atlanta, <laughs> they were all essentially naked. You could almost see like vagina. Yeah. In the words of my mom, clit. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's, eat, somebody's eating me tonight. Portion. <laughs> Iconic. Um, let's get to Atlanta. I this so this season to me has been such a like slog to get to where we are now. But Sunday was one of the best Sundays I've had in a long time, on in my in my lifetime here as a Bravo watcher. Like I'm, my phone was down. Like I was just glued. Like I wasn't even taking notes. Yeah. I watched it like a second time to take notes because like I was just like. This is this is reality television at its finest. Like the editing, superb. The storylines are not produced; they're happening. It, it, it was it was uh, even I'm e- speechless. Yeah. it was fantastic. Sorry. 
No, it even it even had like an emotional weight to it because you threw in the Marlo Kenya scene, the makeup at the end, and it was nice. Like it even like kind of ended with this emotional resonance of you know like can we call a truce? So all of that like crazy sexy, and then Kenya being a detective, like it really had a piece of everything, and that's why it worked so well. Plus, we got to see all the women come together and have fun together as a unit before the next day when Kenya started going batshit. But that's what's great. Like we want it's like it's great to see all of the women getting along and having fun for these moments. And all it took was like a two foot long dong to do it, you know? Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. I was going to say, it's nice to see women on a trip, like enjoying themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best when they're having fun. Bolo Bolo brings people together. That's he does. Let us know. Bolo brought America together. (laughs) Truly. When, when, when America needed him, Bolo was there. <laughs> Bolo and his Bolo came to play. <laughs> so Wait, I love when he said it grew. Well, when we heard his, he goes group hug. Remember when you heard his like audio? He goes, <laughs> as long as long uh, as long as I got a face, you got a place to sit, Bolo. I loved that line as well. I, I want it on a t-shirt. Yeah, honestly, oh. where's the merch? <laughs> Kicks. I don't. I would love to see you wear that t-shirt. <laughs> No, I also let us not forget Marlo caught a shark. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh my god, the, the, arguably the biggest reveal of the night. Marlo caught a shark, like a real fucking shark. I was watching it with Jared, my boyfriend, and he was like, "That's a big ass shark." He fishes, yeah. and so he's like, "That shark will fuck you up." Yeah, it, and it's like, it was shocking. It was shocking. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like the shark was like the sixth most exciting thing in the episode like it was like oh okay it was was like watching a full movie like we had we had like arcs yes yeah to the whole thing (laughs) well i i really wonder i'm so excited did you guys see the uh uh, second part of the season trailer that got released today yeah i just watched it like right before we recorded tonight um and you know, I was I was waiting for that mid-season trailer, and I was nervous because they did that other trailer being, like, the next couple weeks on Atlanta, like, when they did the Basic Instinct thing and all that stuff. And I was nervous that we were, like, we were, like, over, pa- like, past the middle of the season. But I'm happy to see that uh, we have a season still ahead of this. And, like, which then my question is, why didn't they, why did they not shorten pre-Bolo? Like, there was there there was so many episodes of nothing going on and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like we needed those storylines to get to where we are now like i couldn't even the only storyline that we needed to really know about was that latoya and kenya have this like interesting relationship Sexual just like vibe. the first time that kenya <laughs> has actually made a friend and it feels pe- peculiar like yeah but like we don't even like drew sedora we didn't we need we just needed one episode before this trip to really get to know her like there there was so I'm long. I mean, I've, here, I've, I'm happy I've enjoyed to see some of the Ralph so stuff with Drew. That's true. I've enjoyed that too. I just feel like there were so many episodes where nothing happened, and then yeah. now this trailer happens, and we're like, wait, there's actually like a show happening. Like, what? Totally. Damn. Like real content. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm obviously excited. It looks like Drew really gets into the mix now, which I'm I've been waiting for because I actually have kind of liked her. Yeah, I, I like her yeah, a I lot. Feel like actually, we're gonna, I feel like we're gonna find out why she is a full time housewife. Yeah, that's a good point. Not a friend of. But I, we haven't even talked about, so I think we should talk about the dungeon party because things, yeah, um, let's chat. So, as the world knows, um, my fi- went crazy. Yes. So a couple things. One, I thought Marlo looked wild. She looked, her body is insane. Like, yeah. like Ryan, that's all you have to say? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, if I was there in person, I'd say group hug. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, like, <laughs> like, I've never seen so much of her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blush. I'm blushing. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's going to be the title of this episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. Um, that's right. Women, that's they right. They all looked that's amazing. Right. I'm here. What I'm here for, I love Marlo so much because she's always fucking down. We saw it. She's like, I'm down to do this dungeon party. And the next day, when she found out she wasn't going to be on a yacht, but was going to be on a fishing boat, she said, Okay, and like went and went and caught a shark. And she wakes so, up reading a med. <laughs> she wakes up reading a meditation book. Like that, that's called she's, a Renaissance woman, you know. She is such an icon. I want to Wait. set my alarm on my phone to her just going, my bed! <laughs> why, why? I mean, but at this point now it's getting ridiculous. Why doesn't she have a peach? Like, I, I really don't. I'm, I'm like, I just don't understand. Like, so much revolves around. Yeah. I mean, I just don't even, like, even like a pity peach. Like, why are we not doing this? I don't get it. I'm not sure she wants it. No, and I think I'm she sure, makes. I, I'm finding no. that she has, like, a dream role where she doesn't have to do the like press she doesn't have to do the promos she doesn't isn't required to be at everything like i feel like she has the best of it all and like she doesn't her family's not involved in it like these other women are yeah but she it makes probably the same amount of money at this point because yeah. she's like sh- a main character i think she makes bank and she's like i'm sure she is obsessed that we say this about her though like i think that she like loves the conversation about why she doesn't have a peach. Like I'm sure that that is thrilling to her. Yeah, I hope I, she I feels you, the love. I hope I hope people I hope, that yeah. like this. You know, I hope they feel that like, oh, that's really cool. People like me. You know, she has to. I mean, like she is like one of the most beloved par- things in it. Atla- like when we re- when in years past beloved when things in Atlanta. Period. <laughs> yeah, in Atlanta, the, the whole city the whole of city. Atlanta. Honestly, though, her and Portia are just like they 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 need a statue in 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 town. <laughs> I hope Porsche. I hope Porsche says underneath it, somebody's gonna eat me tonight. Yes, I hope so too. Wait, my favorite nickname I wrote this down was um, Shamia's nickname. It was she didn't say vagina drip. It was like va- vagina, 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 vagina. It was like vagina drip, which I, I yeah. thought that was really, really creative. Um, anyone have any ideas for what their name would be in the dungeon, Ryan? <laughs> Uh, my, yeah, I would it be? It just, yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm Ryan. <laughs> no, I'm, hey, it's I'm, Ryan. I always call myself the bad boy of podcasting. So, oh no, no, no! I no, it's it would be Rhino, and then I would like stuff my pants. Oh, that's, that's good. That's great. Yeah. Mine would be Cox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Because cool. famously, my name autocorrects to Cox in um, phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, C O X. I think you might just need to be C O C K S though. Just like an just a- right cock. right on the nose. I'm uh, I'm let's fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Like can you imagine if a stripper was like, "Hey, my name is like wet vagina." Dick. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Clamidia. First name Clay, but it's spelled. It sounds like Claw. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my, my name is her peas, <laughs> but it's spelled her P E A S. Oh my God. I wait, can we all on the, just for a fun sound bite, I want like on the count of three, all of us to say yes, mistress at the same time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. <gasps> okay. One, two, 
three. Yes, yes, yes mistress. mistress. <laughs> there I are wanna... no aunties here, are there? You're acting very auntie-ish tonight. No, mistress, no. <laughs> I would Man, love for my can't... boyfriend's dad is in the other room. So. <laughs> oops, oops. It's okay. He can't hear what Ryan was saying yeah. about chlamydia. So. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you did just scream cocks, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. <laughs> oh, but I was thinking, can you picture, like, uh, Nini and no world would be a part of this evening. Like, if this had happened when Nini was still there, don't you think that Nini would have, like, been like, I gotta go, I gotta leave? There, well, she gets so uncomfortable around sexual things. Like, do you well, remember Nini when- Nini started off as a stripper, too, which is interesting. I know. Yeah, let's not forget about that. I think she would probably make it about her. Where all the girls were like having so much fun, just like being. I I know this is so ridiculous to say, but like free and like sexy, and like trying to make Cynthia have the like bachelorette party she's always needed. And I think Nini would have come in and just been like, "This day is about me." <laughs> Cynthia's really come into her own. Even like, I mean, we got a couple moments where. I mean, we, she had the vibrating panties, which cracked me up. But then uh, the next <laughs> morning she was like, you know what? Or the, when they were on the lawn chairs, was, you know, she's like, I, I watched two of those girls get with each other. And you know what? It was pretty good. Yeah. She was like, like, I, I I'm, lingered. I'm horny. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I was staring. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm very gay, but I too would have been quite turned on if I saw Latoya sit on Portia's face. I mean, but like, how far did it go in front of everybody? We know, like, supposedly Tanya and Portia went off with Bolo in the room, but like, what? I mean, was there full like going down in front of just like where anybody, the whole group, could see it? I think there was a lot of like dry humping, and they were all, you know, probably like in that in that place mentally where that was gonna like get them there. And I don't know if there were orgasms had, but I think that there was like. There's definitely fun making out, probably. Yeah. I and think like the drama that we're see- gonna see in the next half of the series is gonna be about that night in Drew, because like Drew allegedly was getting not penetrated, but I would say over the pants penetrated by Bolo. They were like he, sh- she was like laying horizontal, and he was like literally humping. Oh, her. I thought she just got flipped over on the coffee table. And I mean, I don't, wow. I mean, cause that's scary. Cause Ralph, I, I mean, they have a scary relationship, so I, I'm really scared if, you know, yeah, what's gonna I'm happen. scared for her. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, a couple things. Theory. One, I think that Bolo has a talent of keeping his, his Bolo hard for a while. And so yeah, I think he was like hear, putting yeah. his, putting, <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> yes, 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 that is correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but Bobby, I Bolo's hard. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um no, but I think that Bolo's name of my memoir. Bolo's hard. I think <laughs> that Bolo was putting his Bolo in places. So I feel like she might have been like face first on on the coffee table and the dick was in the cheeks, but it wasn't going in. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um A dog if you will. And then something else that happened was on Twitter. So so Drew was on Watch What Happens Live and she was saying how she didn't do anything with LaToya and like on Twitter, LaToya was like, I remember things a little bit differently. That's not what you said when we made out or something like that. So I think that there's going to be some drama with how she was like down to hook up with the girls and she's not comfortable talking about that or I don't know. I wonder if there's one thing that like got went like, it seems like they were in a kind of, I want to know the rules for the dungeon. Like I want to know what the rule, you know, 
Is it just what happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon or are there specific rules? Like was candy like going, you kiss her now and you kid like, wh- I mean, what's candy's role in all this too? I could see her doing that. Yeah. She said she didn't participate really, but she was like kind of directing the action. Yeah, She I seems like see she sets that. up the party and kind of just wanders around. I could see her like being like bringing women in like to fuck Todd and her just watch and tell them what to do. Yeah. Did I go too far? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. It just feels like that role is very, that role is familiar to her. <laughs> but um, I think it was, yeah, I think it was pretty lit. I think it was pretty lit. I love the solo shot of Bolo walking out of the house at 732. You know, and he's like, we've all been, I've never felt more like Bolo in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I identify with Bolo. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see, you know, how he's wearing that like knockoff Gucci weird half outfit, you know? Yeah. He has that outfit in different colors. I saw on it. He has one in orange. He has one, you know, so that seems to be his look, you know? I was I was obsessed with the fact that the second Marla walked out, she's like, "That's fake." Yeah, that's <laughs> well. Could you like, imagine it? But you like, tried. Gucci made that for real. She's like, didn't even give him the benefit of the doubt. She's like, "That's <laughs> fake." <laughs> oh my god! I just had the best time, and like we're getting drama. Like at the end of the, this dinner party, cannot wait for that next week. Um, anything else like about about the episode? There's so much. So there's so much more no, to talk about. It was just great. It was just, I mean, it was it just was like so I, Bravo last, I mean, last week and Bravo really knocked it out of the park from Jersey and the C word being yelled 20 times between Jackie and Teresa to Lindsay saying mm-hmm. sandwiches and then to cap it off on a Sunday night to end the week or, you know, before you start the new week to have that Atlanta perfect episode that will be talked about on the same way as Scary Island is talk about, talked about. Yeah, I mean, truly. just really Bravo fired on all cylinders last week. I really love that they're playing with editing too. Like, I like that they're talking about cameras. I like the, Mm -hmm. I I really like the basic instinct interview process. I think it's fun and silly. They're not taking themselves too seriously with it. Um, What I would, what I was going to say about the basic instinct interview thing, we got like the full looks of some of their interviews and Drew Sedora's head to toe look was a shock that like, flapper it was like that 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 shirt she wears didn't no- you didn't notice See, it? I, I, yes. it looks it looks like a shirt you think it's a shirt in the interview and then she's doing her basic instinct interview and she's wearing the shirt but you realize it's like a full like flapper dress go back revisit it was i it always was miss wild. fashion as a i always miss that's like the one thing i don't have an eye for like i i always miss so when like everybody talks about like, Oh, this was so pretty or this talking head. Like I, I see it, but I don't pay attention to it. Like yes. the huge blind spot. Yes. It's that, but the whole, the full body of it is crazy. It doesn't, it's not, it's, it's, it's cuckoo. Cause I, I think Kenya looks so good in that white basic instinct outfit. She, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but, but Kenya, you can also tell why uh, it, the basic instinct stuff was fun, but you can also tell why Kenya is not a successful actor. <laughs> Like she, I'm sorry. Right. She, she. I mean, if you, no, don't apologize. Like, right. what does a freak hoe mean? Like she, you know, it would just be better <laughs> if Kenya was talking, but she's like trying to put some kind of act on it, you know. Anything else about Elena? And then I have a fun question for you. Anything else? I mean, just hats off. I hope they can. I hope they can retain the energy and the heart that this episode have. I, I hope they can really launch this into the second season. Are they taking a week off this week, or is it go on Sunday? Is there a new episode? No, I think we're going right in. Okay, good. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they took a week off from Dallas, the and they took well, they, Dallas took a yeah, week off Dallas. last week. What was so. that about? I don't care. I was I was relieved, but maybe because they were like, we have literally four other shows going on. Yeah, but I <laughs> and the show that no one cares about, we'll just skip over. It is I, a lot. I There's weirdly lot enjoy the- Dallas this season just because I don't expect anything from it. It's fun. It's fun, yeah. like just to watch just these women, you know get drunk and do dumb shit. It's like, it's, it's very textbook housewives. Yes. Yes. It's very textbook housewives. It's not exciting, but wait, wait, Ryan, I want to ask you um, about your married to medicine journey. Oh, I mean, just that it's, it's one of those things where it was like, it's going great. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's an amazing show. It was one of those things that, you know, there was a couple of shows I had blind spots on like Dallas, like Potomac, where mm-hmm. I was original OC Jersey, New York from the beginning and Beverly Hills. And then I remember when they did Dallas and Potomac, I was like, I don't, you know what? I kind of, and married to medicine. And they had two iterations of that where I was like, I don't like what married to medicine. That's not a housewife show. And I was really um, not against it, but it just, I didn't even think about watching it. So when I got kind of involved in all of these groups and, and the podcast and stuff, it was one of the shows that kept coming up as you're an effing idiot if you don't watch so like bravo while black and uh faces by bravo and all of those people like they highly recommend it and it's one of those things where it is amazing and it it makes you i feel bad like i feel like i wonder how many other things i've missed out there just not even in terms of bravo but in terms of life because i just have not like been open you know yeah it's really good if you don't watch it there's a new season that's about to start but i i highly suggest they it's so good across the board. Like every season is good. They don't really have like bad seasons and they're not as long as, as housewife seasons. You can kind of get through them pretty fast and the cast hasn't really changed. So the drama stays good. You know, they're not ever trying to introduce that many new people, but. And I just started, I I I started Miami for the first time too this week. So I was thinking about restarting it because I watched it live, but I re- I really don't remember any of it. It was great. I mean, it was Larza Pippen is on there in the first season, and it is fascinating to watch who Larza has become in right. terms of like Kardashians <laughs> and dating yeah. everybody. But in this, she's been married to Scotty for like ten years, and they, you know, she controls the finances and the kids. And I'm like, oh my god, you know, it's it's weird to watch those shows and know the journey that they're about to go on. Yeah. They're, Whoa, your life has changed. Yeah. Your face Wait. has changed. Yes. Speaking of other housewives, how you went to the Capri room, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Very special. Oh yeah. My you yes. got to tell us. Spe- very it. It's yeah, It's like touching the hand of God. It's, it, uh, <laughs> you got to tell us. About it really, it. no, it's just so jealous. They, uh, Buca de Beppo was doing outdoor dining and I was able to, you know, do that. And then I asked if I could go see. Um, I asked if I could go see the room and, you know, it's like some poor, like 17 year olds, like, yeah, I guess like, like, <laughs> and like walks me back, walks me and my friend back. And then like, I got emotional. Like, and this like was a very big representation of COVID for me. And the Capri room gave me hope. Everything. Like, it's just so silly that Dorit, Dorit redecorated a Capri. Like, it's just amazing. It's, it's why it's once you couldn't again, write it. You couldn't write right. it. Yes. Yes. You, right. And I stayed there. Like, I remember I was there in like five or six minutes and the lady was like, are you, you done yet? Like I was taking pictures in every possible angle, you know, like I was just, really living it up in there. So my whole goal with the podcast, uh, I keep saying this on the podcast is 
you know, once it's safe to have indoor dining, I am renting out the Capri room and, uh, you know, possibly the entire Buca de Beppo and just do a blowout with all like podcasters, Instagram, yeah, that'd be a blast. you know, because it would just be yeah. it's like, that is the prime location. And I think sir uh, is a little played out at this point and Buca is where it's at. <laughs> yes, but Bu- some, would, some would say Buka's played out. I mean, I like I've been going to Buka de Beppo since I was in high school. Since high school home. Buka is Buka's the new thing, baby. <laughs> Sir is out. Buka's the new thing. I I hope I wish for her that she does many other rooms. <laughs> um, like not in a, in, in a Chili's, in like in a Chili's or an Applebee's. No, no, no. I'm saying I want her to do one room in every single. Well, that's Buka well. I did a podcast. Okay. Not that, redo the whole thing. I, I just want. Yes, like different. I did. I used to do a podcast yep. bit where I would call different Buca de Beppo locations and ask if they had a Doritos room there, and because uh, they, you know, presently only have it at the Encino location. But I, I feel like if it's a success, they should put it in every Buca de Beppo. I mean, I'm sure they got, get more business now. I'm. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they. Well, they haven't been able to even like do indoor dining at that location in like close to a year now. So it doesn't close. No, nobody gets to. I know. Oh my god, if that closes without anybody have being able to eat inside, that, that would be heartbreaking. Yeah. That'd be fucked All up. that work for nothing. All for naught. All of that work. <laughs> <laughs> all, all intense, you know millions of dollars in decoration lemon decorations gone easter sunday decorations <laughs> gone um okay we're gonna take a quick little break uh and be back with ryan bailey in one second okay okay and we're back ryan uh this was such a fun little chat it, it it totally was. This is amazing. You guys are amazing. Thank you even for thinking to have me. I appreciate it. Of course. Yes, thank you so much for coming on. No, this is You're- great. This is. I was really looking forward to actually talking about these shows because I have not been able to talk about Salt Lake or Jersey yet, and uh, it's always fun and to to meet new friends so thank you guys i know yes, of course i i know, I, are... I say this you guys will time, have to but... come on the come on my pod too i mean uh I'm love doing to. daily yeah, so we we'll, we'll find uh what's what works for it but it'd be great uh i am fun employed still so anytime works for me. <laughs> I, I think i'm the same way yeah. <laughs> um no but it's i we say this fight we say this every time we bring people on that we like don't know no yet but it's so fun to see that Bravo can like have like th- like strangers chat for like an hour and a half about just things like we have we have a dictionary of things that other people don't know about yeah and it's it's just well fun. it's like if you're wearing like a piece of Bravo merchandise I mean it's a, we don't really haven't seen this in a while because of COVID but like it, I like the thought that you could be walking down the street and if you're wearing something Bravo related somebody could be like hey Bravo Bravo you know like it's right. a, it's a common bond that already does half of the work in any kind of relationship for you you know mm-hmm. yeah it's our it's our uh, college football yeah, exactly. I don't pay attention to sports. So it really like, it, you know, in fact, when I used to go to parties for sports, I would be the guy talking to my friend's girlfriends about Bravo and Kardashians yeah. and things yeah. like that, you know? Wait, so you are Kardashians. Can you give us some like you are like in that world? I, I'm not. But like, I know, like, I, like, I know what's going on. But any like insights on how the final season was or is or any well, of it, that it comes stuff? out it comes out in a couple of weeks. It is. Fascinating. OK, it, it is fascinating. And they are going to talk about the Kanye Kim stuff. But it is fascinating. Just you've got to hand it to Chris Jenner or who, you know, is it the scheduling on these things is so amazing. Like, they, you know, Kim announced the divorce last week. And, you know, a month later, it's going to we're going to watch the final 
year of that marriage potentially, which will be the right. final year of that show as well before they move to Hulu, but it's not going to be the same show over there. But the Kardashian stuff is just fascinating because of where they came from, from nothing really, not from nothing, but from, you know, doing tummy tea ads to being on the cover of Vogue, you've got to like pay attention to stuff like that. Even if you don't like them in terms of pop culture, there is no other family that kind of ties into now everything, sports, music, like everything they like, if you're into pop culture, they tie into everything. And that it, you know, I mean, like TikTok, you know, uh, Addison yeah. Ray and Courtney, they really make sure they touch on every kind of aspect. And I really do think uh, Kim will have a political career in the future, like it or not. Um, but it is just, it's a fascinating family, even if it's like a love hate thing for a lot of people, even me, like, you know, seeing Chloe's Same. Instagram posts and her, you know, crazy filters and stuff like that. Daddy long legs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I call her uh, <laughs> Slender Chloe, like Slender Man. <laughs> Um, I saw yes, that. Yeah, oh my God. her and Erica Jane are doing those same things. And yeah, they're passing it off as art. But thing. I, I think that you know they're also they're also responsible for a lot of dangerous shit. Like you know, I have a niece mm -hmm. that's eleven years old, and I get scared when she's going to be on Instagram and things. Think those are standards of beauty that's achievable, and it's just not. You know, like right. so much work goes into that facial work and body work, and it just it's it's. Money. Unachievable goals, um, yeah. unfair goals to put towards any uh, woman, you know, or man. Yeah, I agree. I'm curious to see the Hulu reboot. reboot. Yeah, we still like don't know what that is exactly. Like if yeah. it's going to be a reality show, if it's going to be a talk show. Uh, they have not announced exactly what that is. Um, but it was another one of those things that like, wow, good for you guys. You went where the money was. You did a streaming deal. And um you know, just at the end of the day though if you watch that show like i do it's so boring like for having the most exciting lives of any family it is boring as hell still most times that show you know they'll have like five minutes yeah. of amazing content and then they'll make it an hour show where they still do stupid silly setup things and audiences are so sophisticated now where we can pick up on bs pretty quickly and uh, that's why I was like, I, I don't love government and people's business a lot, but I really would love some kind of reality show laws where if you uh, lie to us, you get arrested, you know, as an <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, so we like to end our episodes with a fun little segment where we talk about if we think each other would be good on reality television or not. And if so, like in what format where we like see each other. So uh, Kix and, and I yeah, are going to. It can be, it can be a no it can also be, um, I'm not sure, but Tom famously told me I'd look, I would be good on Nailed It, so that's <laughs> always a possibility. <laughs> um, so, so we will start with our thoughts on your place in that world, and then uh, we'll wrap up with your thoughts on the two of us, okay? Oh, scary. Okay, yeah. It's, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so we were talking about um, the like All-Stars Housewives, and... You have such like dulcet podcast voice tones to your voice. I would love to hear you like narrate like. Oh the, my like, god, it's a dream job. That would be like, a dream job. Yeah. So if you could narrate the all, not not a regular season, like like if you were like the Cameron of Southern Charm, but for this like All Star season, you're like now back to Sonia and um, Portia at the at the pool, and then like like you know how on Love Island yeah. the host is like so yeah. entrenched in it, like in the audio, but you you don't really see them as much. That would be so funny if you were just like 
cutting to the, like giving us like your hot takes. Cause you know, on love Island, they make jokes about it too. Yeah. And like, I think that would be hilarious. Like, I would love, I mean, that, that really is a dream. It, you, that would be a dream job. I love that. Yeah. I agree with Tom. I was going to say like hosting a after show or something because you do have such a great, great speaking voice. And I think that you have the like hot takes. I think you'd be a good host of, um, some Bravo content. Well, kicks. Are you ready for yours? Okay. Yes. I think you might be a good, uh, Jen Shaw fifth assistant. <laughs> I just think you might fit in well with the assistants. I mean, that's not, I, that's, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do you think? What what would be my role? What is the fifth I, well, I do? Do you know what the do you know what any of those assistants' roles are? You tell you're me. there <laughs> just to like make her happy. You just like have to like pump her up. No, I, I do think I would be good at being her assistant because I would get her together. Yeah, well, you'd I mean, I'd be like you can't you can't do that. You can't wear that. Um, you can't say that. You would be <laughs> no kicks. You would be a good EA. You really would be. I, I want more things for you than being an executive assistant. But like, yeah. I actually do think that you would be good at exactly what you just said about telling people like, that's not okay. That's not PC. That's not the right dress. That's yeah. That's a good point. Well, since you're in Atlanta, like, though, maybe you could be with like Candy and like do like dungeon scheduling, like for. Oh my oh God! My how God. iconic Hopefully would it be if you were Hopefully, they would include me as on a, in a threesome. I would take that too. <laughs> <laughs> with Todd and Candy, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Todd. Um. Uh. Let's see. And uh, I would say maybe you're in New York, so. Yeah. I hate Jen's a New York assistant. Well, no, I mean, I was gonna. I was, <laughs> gonna, be say, I was gonna say. If Dor if Dorinda has assistance still, but then also you're too. I think you're you have actually a cool vibe. So I was like, what if you're um, one of Leah McSweeney's partners at uh, Married to the Mob? Oh, that's fun. I like that. And so you get brought on in the new I season like of like, well, this is the guy that's behind a lot of Married to the Mob things, and you are uh, her second season kind of uh, cohort. And then I and like then like they can get like a hot mic moment of me being like Ramona's a dumb whore. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. No, a racist dumb whore. <laughs> Be like, that motherfucker's racist. Get her out of this party. <laughs> um, great. I love it. I'd be happy. Oh my to do gosh, that. I love it. You get yeah. we gave you a dream job and you gave us our D list job. So thank you. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, this show is not being about. Uh, it's not about being honest. Okay. I guess. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. no, no, no. You did. You nailed it on the head. Honestly. You hear that? Kicks nailed well, it. You, you got it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> wait, so before we let you go, Ryan, can you plug all your stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, podcast is called So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Monday through Thursday. Sometimes I'll do a Friday recap if it, I feel like it. Uh, if you want recaps of specific shows like Dallas or uh, I did NYC Prep, go over to the Patreon uh, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good there's like 80 other episodes on there even though i put out a lot of free content so you don't really need it but you know if you want to support uh and then the instagram is so bad it's good with ryan bailey gmail.com the one thing you listeners can do though that's very important and it's free if you a lot of people are going through financial hardship is on this podcast and my podcast just go hit five stars on the rating you know, just do that because it's a free thing that you can do. It's just a real quick flip of the thumb. And it really does help us uh, in the future. Try to get ads, try to get that, try to, you know, placement on Apple Podcasts, which is the biggest podcast forum. So that's the only thing I really um, 
really encourage any listener of any podcast to do. Yes, thank you for that plug, Agreed. Ryan. You're agreeing. Thank you yeah. so I agree. much. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet on Instagram. You can follow Kix at... At Kix Hamlet, that's C-I-X. Yep, and then you can follow the podcast <laughs> at Dumpster Dive Pod. Uh, it's not, sorry, it's not It's not Cox not Hamlet. C-O-X. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow the podcast at Dumpster Dive, Dumpster Dive Pod on the gram. We got a lot of fun stuff going on there. And... Um, that's it. Have a f- fabulous night. Wait, we got to end. You know what? We are ha- our, our goodbye to everyone. We have to oh. say yes, mistress ag- again. Oh, I thought on, it was just going to be me three. going, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, on three, yes, mistress. Ready? One, two, three. Yes, yes mistress. mistress. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Oh, <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. Thanks, guys.